and welcome to the Habits and Home Show. I'm your host, Lisa Lazat, and I help busy moms bring order to their homes by downsizing and decluttering and ditching old habits in exchange for systems that bring peace and more enjoyment to their lives. If you're a mom trying to show the love of Jesus to your family, but the clutter in your home keeps you overwhelmed and frustrated, you have come to the right place. On this podcast, you will hear easy step-by-step tips to declutter and create systems so you can keep your home organized and finally walk in the peace God has promised you. Need some accountability? I've got you covered there too. Join the Accountability Club, a community of like-minded mamas decluttering and systemizing our homes together. Are you ready, friend? Let's get started. I had reached out to you from a place of really being pretty desperate and not understanding why things in my home weren't working, even though I was putting in so much effort um, to try to keep up with with chores and just feeling like um, what I really desired was to be a good homemaker and that wasn't happening. And you helped me get unstuck when I was overwhelmed and I didn't understand what the missing pieces were that were making things not work in my home. And really, um, you, with the right balance, I would say, of tough love and grace, you walked me through decluttering primarily and rearranging things, and then which habits would help my life um, in those upgraded spaces work. For me, the accountability and your outside perspective, I think, have been the most important pieces for me. And I know that I would have only made a fraction of the progress on my own um, that we were able to make together. And we made it through almost all the spaces in my home. And I feel like that was, you know, a first pass. And I know that it's going to be an ongoing work in progress. And um, I'll do multiple more passes for sure, hopefully with your help. But I'm just really grateful for how you bring in an eternal perspective when we're working together and you help me see what things can be like when I surrender unhelpful ideas and unhelpful items. Um, That's just, yeah, that's just a really big part of it for me. And I just really like working with you. Thank you. Hey friends, and welcome to the show. In today's episode, we are diving into executive function number five, which is the skill of organization. Now, you might not feel like a very organized person, but I truly believe with a little bit of accommodation and setting up your environment to support your own capacity that you too, even if you have ADHD or suspect that you do, can become an organized person. Now, what are executive functions? They are simply a set of mental skills that we use every day to work, to learn, and to manage our daily life. And organization is one of those skills. So what does it look like to be an organized mom? Well, most organized moms are able to keep track of things. They're able to keep track of the things in their home, in their life, in their car, in their purse, (laughs) anywhere. They're able to keep track of things. And they're able to maintain systems and create systems for storing items in their home. And in doing so, they're able to retrieve those items and know where they put them. And because of that, they have a designated place for everything in their home. They're able to think clearly. They 
you know, have clarity and create systems of organization that supports their daily life. They're able to store things in a way that makes sense and it's easy for them to find what they need. So in contrast, what does it look like to be an unorganized mom? Well, for the most part, we're losing things. We're misplacing our belongings. And it's really difficult for, for us to create systems of organization for us to track and keep up with the things in our home. We might leave things out everywhere for other people to pick up. We might get distracted and leave things out and think that other people are going to take care of those things. And it's also difficult for us to keep our surroundings clean and organized. So that is a big contrast from somebody who has developed the skill of organization and somebody who hasn't. Now, yes, there are people who are probably born with a personality that is more organized, right? But I don't feel like all the rest of us are at a, a disadvantage or at a loss. And, you know, there's no, there, it is, there truly is hope. I really believe this. When we, which I'm about to share with you, when we do these couple of steps and I'm going to share with you, I really believe that you can develop this skill of being an organized person but it's going to take a little bit of work. So are you ready? I'm going to share with you. It's really simple. It's really simple. It comes down to three steps. And if you have been following along on the podcast for any length of time, you may have heard me share these very simple three steps. It, com- it comes down to this. It comes down to three S's. It comes down to simplify, systemize, and sustain. That's it. If you want to end the the podcast here and go do those things, simplify, systemize, and sustain, then go for it. But if you're here for all the education and everything, then I'm going to bring it to you, okay? So step number one, let's dive into this a little deeper. Simplify. What does that look like? I, I say it's simplify through decluttering and downsizing. I talk about capacity a lot here on the podcast. We have a personal capacity. And when we exhaust that capacity, that's when overwhelm and frustration sets in. We can only handle and manage so much. Just like you have a certain amount of time in the day, you reach a capacity for what you are physically and mentally able to handle and and manage. You, you really can't manage any more than you're physically able to, okay? That's where we end up getting piles of stuff and we're wa- walking on things. We don't even have a path to our bed anymore. And that's when, you know, we exhaust our capacity, you know? And some of us don't have that restraint to say when enough is enough. And it, it it's, and like I told somebody, one of my clients the other day, it's almost like a slow fade. She, she told me, she said, I wasn't always like this. When I lived at home with my parents, they were very organized. They were very tidy. They had systems. It looked like a normal house. But then life got busy. I was going to school and going to college and life got busy and I started working. And before I knew it, it turned into this overflow of stuff. And now my my capacity is exhausted. And I say it's kind of like a slow fade. Before you know it, you've taken in and taken in more than you can handle. And so that's why I put this this step one into place is simplify through decluttering. You cannot organize clutter. It is 
impossible to organize things that are not serving your life. And I say this a lot, too much of a good thing is no longer a good thing. So even though the things in your life are good, they are not good all at once. They are not good in this season of your life. They are not good, you know, just having so much. It's not good. I tell my kids, having too much sugar is no longer a good thing. It's good, but too much of it is no longer good. Too much TV is no longer good for you. Too much water. I mean, even water is good for you, but too much of it is not good for your body. So too much of a good thing, too much clutter, too much stuff is no longer good. So you have to, you have to do the some sometimes painful process of letting things go. And a lot of us don't have the strength to do it. We don't have the motivation. We don't have the accountability. We, you know, we get started and then we just make a bigger mess and we don't have the clarity that we need to know what to let go of and know what is necessary and what is good for our life right here in the season. And this is why I offer help. I, this is what I do. I love to help people. I love to help you on the podcast, but if you need to be more than just a podcast student with me, then get with me. Get into the accountability club. Y'all, it's a very affordable for what you get. You get two coaching calls with me every month, plus video tutorials on actually how to declutter and how to systemize and how to maintain these, these systems of organization that I share with you. Dive into it. Join me. Get into the accountability club and give it a try, okay? Now, if you are someone who doesn't like doing group work, you need more hand-holding, then I, right now, as of this very moment, I offer one-to-one coaching. And these students, like I shared with you earlier, my one of my students, Kaylin, she worked with me for over, I mean, I don't even know, I think it was, ended up being like 16 weeks with me, maybe more than that, maybe 20 weeks. And she had lots of life transformation. Now she's on a break and she's probably going to start back up with me soon. So if you need to be one of my VIP students and really work with me one-on-one, I offer that as well. So if you want any assistance on simplifying, decluttering your life, all this stuff that I talk about on the podcast, all the links are provided p- provided below. There's no excuse. There's no excuse to stay where you are, friend, okay? My heart is really into this and I really pour everything that I have, offer as much as I have. You know, I really take ownership of, of my families and my my moms that I that coach with me. Okay, <laughs> moving on. Step number two, like I shared earlier, we're gonna simplify through decluttering first. You cannot organize clutter. You have to downsize the amount of stuff that you are managing in your home and in your life. You have to do that, go through that painful process of letting things go. You have to rein it back in. Step number two is then to systemize. You cannot create systems until you make space for those systems in your life. And if you already have a very cluttered and full life, you cannot create systems and expect them to be successful. It's just physically impossible. I tried that for years. (laughs) I really did. And I had to become a minimalist in order to be able to have really good systems that work in my home. And what, what I mean by systems is it's, it's different parts of your home life. 
and that that need to come together that need structure in order for you to manage your home well okay so this means giving everything a designated spot in your home all the things through that decluttering process all the things that you have left you need to assign them to a designated place in your home so that you can know where to return them to or where to find them when you're looking for them okay that's part of the process of systemizing your home but then i also feel like that you need to anchor every task that you need to complete in your home to a well thought out home management system and i'm going to share nine of these systems very very quickly and briefly i go into greater detail in other episodes as well as in in the accountability club and my one-to-one coaching now this is just an overview of and I wanted you to get excited about this, of the possibilities. This is just an overview of systems that I've created for my own home that I now teach other people to do to in, in order to manage their home well, okay? So I'm going to go over these really quickly, just nine of them. Um, you need a task management system. So how do you manage your to-dos? How do you manage the tasks that need to get done? Number two, a cleaning management system. What is your system for cleaning your house? What's your rotation? Do you have zone cleaning set in place? Do you have reset routines? Number three, a home maintenance system. This is this goes beyond management. This is maintenance. Like what needs to be maintained? The physical part of your home. What needs to be maintained? What is your system for maintaining that? Number four, time management system. When I coach my clients, something that I always ask them is, how is your ability to manage your time? And nine times out of 10, they are not doing well in time management. And so that's something that I help them to do is learn to manage their time. So you need a system for managing your time. You only get so many hours of the day and you want to use them wisely. Number five, a family communication system. This is something that I am a big believer in you need to be able to communicate with your family in a way that is simple and routine and consistent and and not overwhelming. Okay, communication is the heart of a good relationship. If you want to maintain a good relationship with your spouse, with your children, you have to come up with a really good system for communication. Number six a family filing and storing system. So this is a system that we're actually creating in the accountability club this month as we are decluttering paperwork. So it's really important for you to create a filing system for your family. Things that are, you know, you need to have physically the things that, you know, like identification cards and things that you don't want to store on the internet. Okay. And then you can have a filing system that is online based okay so that's something that i cover like i said in the accountability club number seven a money management system okay how do you manage your money you know they always say the three things that that destroy a marriage or people fight about in their marriage is money um sex and I can't remember the third one at the moment, but money is definitely one of them. And if you have a really good system for managing your money, I promise you, you will fight a lot less. My husband and I, 
Oh my goodness. I can't even remember y'all the last time we fought or argued or just felt frustrated or stressed about money. We have had this money management system in place. Well, we had it in place since we got married, but I don't feel like we really got good at being consistent with it until about, okay, we've been married 18 years until probably about eight or 10 years ago. And now it's just, it's just like a well-oiled machine and it works so good. So anyway, number seven, you really need to have a money management system. Number eight, you need a food management system. Y'all, I'm covering the basics of life. We need food and you need to have a food management system, like a meal planning, you know, a meal planning routine, which I share with you. Um, you need to have a system for storing food. You need to have a system for cleaning up after you eat. You, all of that is a part of your food management system. And number nine, I didn't want to leave this out because I really feel like it's important. And a lot of people don't focus on it or address it, or it just kind of gets pushed by the wayside a lot. But I really believe that we need to have a system for managing our spirituality. We need a spiritual management system. What does that look like? Well, a, a simple one is just going to church regularly, right? <laughs> that's easy. That's that's easy to do for, for, for most of us. But then, you know, I don't want it to be something that's hard to do, but like some simple things is having a playlist of worship songs or using the Bible app as your devotion time. It doesn't have to be difficult or hard to do, but you do need to, I recommend having a system for your spirituality in place, something that you can lean into, something that is uplifting, okay? So those are some, those are nine home management systems or life management systems that I personally have in place in my own home. And I'm, as I grow and as I, you know, mature, I, I might take some away. I might add to them. But when I sat down to write up this episode, I thought, what home management systems do I have in place? What have I added throughout the years? And these are nine that I feel like help my my home run smoothly and I share them with my clients and with my students inside the accountability club okay so that was step number two step number one is to simplify y'all go hardcore get angry at the stuff that you have let yourself accumulate get rid of it <laughs> and then number two is systemize your home and create home management systems and then step number three is to sustain it Okay, we don't want to just create these systems and get everything in place and in order and then it all go back to the way it was. No, we want to sustain it with daily habits and routines. And how do we do this? Well, I I simple, y'all, y'all know I like simple. I like really, really simple. I like to break things down very simply. So what I have done and what I encourage my students to do is to create simple BM3 routines. Okay. It's BM3 stands for bare minimum three. So it's like the bare minimum three steps, the bare minimum three tasks. When you are laying out your routines and creating new routines, think, okay, what three things are a part of this th routine? What three steps or what three tasks or what three things do I need to do when I walk in the door? Okay. So create very, very simple BM3 routines throughout the day and break down your day start list out your day and then break down each part of your day into very simple bm3 steps 
That's all you have to do, okay? I also recommend that you, in the process of setting up these BM3s, that you also create reset routines. I am a big believer in just maintaining your home and maintaining your life and your space with resets, okay? A reset is just putting it back the way it was. I, I call it a baseline. What is your baseline? That, come, that brings us up to step number one, which is to clutter your home and get it down to its baseline, then create systems of organization and then maintaining them with your resets. And I break these down for my students and for my clients in daily, weekly, monthly, and yearly resets. And so when I'm talking through with them, I, I ask them questions and I say, okay, what is important for you to re- reset daily? And then we write that down. I share, you know, I give it back to them after our call. And I say, okay, what's important? What's the bare minimum three? If you could only do three things for this weekend that will set you up for a better week for the next week, what are those three bare, bare minimum things that you need to accomplish? And so we go through all of those, those different resets, daily, weekly, monthly, and yearly. And that's something that you can do on your own. However, if you need help, of course, I invite you to schedule a consultation call with me, a coaching consultation with me. It's very short, very quick to see if that's something that will help you and that we are a good match for each other. And then if you want to be a part of the group program, click the link below and join the accountability club. Okay. We are wrapping up this week with our paper clutter and create systems of organization there. All right, friends, remember simplify through decluttering create systems of organization, and sustain the organization with daily habits and routines. All right, friends, I will see you right here next week on the Habits and Home Show. Hey, friend, before you go, I wanted to tell you more about the Accountability Club. Each month, we'll tackle a new space in our homes and work together to declutter and set up systems so we can easily maintain order without getting overwhelmed. You'll get a new decluttering tutorial each month, the coaching and accountability you need to actually follow through, and encouragement without judgment from other Christian moms in a safe environment. And guess what? The entire club is off of social media, so you don't have to worry about distractions the world may throw at you. Sweet friend, if you're feeling stuck in your decluttering journey, this is the place for you. Click the link below to try out the Accountability Club and start decluttering today.